Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Great to be back, you know? I'm a little rusty. Did an extra layoff? One layoff. I apologize. You know, no Monday shows on me. I was I was trying to get a sub. I didn't know. I mean, I got caught in the youth sports vortex. You know, it's mid-October. It's early October. Look, big things are happening. Amusing things are happening. We'll talk about them. I apologize. I got caught. I got yeah, caught. There's a lot of stuff much- going on. I was firing uh, off takes and, and, about and what with uh, I I was you know all kinds of things you oh, know well, good glad we should clean up a price and lawn drive did you watch any of that <laughs> just I just saw the highlight of the guy going down with the injury <laughs> I mean it was a sort of delightful freak show thing Friday night like it was like East Coast time it was like ten thirty on a Friday night. Uh, I don't know. It was amusing. The guys, the guys who were on the call were just ridiculous, and this guy's crawling, writhing in pain, rolling around like a turtle on its back, while Bryson's trying to get like two twenty ball speed next to him. It was kind of. Amusing. I love how he. I love how he looked down, and there was like a. He had like a moment of concern, and then he like realized he had to get back into like yeah. his 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 he focus. Only got twenty seconds left. Yeah. I hey, uh, impressive showing. I don't. We don't need to go into the actual analysis of it. But the guy's like the sixth. You came in sixth after being like a top five player in the world for the last like fifteen months. Pretty good. It's not bad that he went up and competed. I think he did better than most people expected. Other cleanup. I don't know. Sam Burns wins the Sanderson down in Jackson. Danny Willett wins the Dunhill. And Celine Boutier wins the uh, the shop right there in Atlantic City or Scalloway, whatever it is specifically. Uh, did you have any reaction to that? I, I, I mean, I'm going to watch the NFL. I'm sorry. The the Dunhill was great. It was perfect. I had Man. Sanderson on because it ends at you know four to seven. It was on. So it's just like I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to get up for that. The field was strong, but but it, it's just. And the week after the Ryder Cup is a, is a tough spot, I would say. Specifically well, I think this, this is that the fall series, kind of the demise here is, is it goes up against football, goes right up against it. There's no, you know, one of the, I think the most attractive things about a Euro Tour um, kind of focus at this time of year is that it's done before football or right, right there. You know, as football's starting, it's finishing, you right, know? And right. you might be able to, you know, I might stay and watch the Euro Tour for 30 minutes if, you know, my football game, if the Bears, you know, if the Bears are starting Andy Dalton, I'll watch the finish of the Euro Tour yeah. over the, you know, Andy Dalton stinking it up there. But, uh, but yeah, that's the thing. I think it, it's just a tough, tough situation. And then on Saturdays, you're going against college football. Right, <laughs> right. The Dunhill you know, was fantastic. Like, like, they got the weather. 
at St. Andrews. I mean, it blew a lot, uh, uh, you know, over the weekend. I, I saw Jeff Shackelford had a post that he, it was much greener than he's used to seeing and didn't like, uh, you know, it's it just too much rough and mowing lines and too green. But, you know, that's just perfect coffee golf in, in early October. You know, uh, Danny Willett wins. There was just an array of, of quality highlight shots, and that's what you want. If you're, if you're fighting up against football, if you're fighting at the end of a long, exhausting season, you need something more than just players you the the top players or, or the big names you just you have to have something more and i think obviously the old course can provide that it provide that extra element to get the golf nut the people are already in the boat to add more onto the to, onto the ship onto the pile a, in october do you think pete will was uh on site i don't know god that guy is still like he had one article pop during a Ryder cup and he's just Still a figure in the golf world. Somebody sent us something that um, there might be Horschel Senior, Billy Senior might be sh- like sandbagging. I guess there was some great discrepancy between their their gross and net scores. It didn't seem to add up that that, that Billy Senior. I wonder now that we're off topic, does the town crier have to make a proclamation about the town fool? Like he's he's hosted Urban at TPC Sawgrass now. Urban Meyer. I think I think he's the crier. It seems like he has to make some sort of announcement, some sort of declaration about the uh the you know, the this sort of court jester that, that's running rampant through their town. So I, I think it's incumbent upon him. If he has to comment on everything northeast Florida. I think this this can't go unremarked upon. So, um, anyways, the, the Dunhill was the event of the week, and for good reason. What was the what was that uh, video? Well, he was sending the Trevor Lawrence videos about the Jaguars <laughs> back in. You know, he was doing the Instagram stories. So yeah, he does need to comment. I think on, he does. On what's going on? He's the town crier. If crying. he's commenting about Trevor Lawrence, he, he needs to, to comment. All Maybe things. we should try and reach reach out to him. We should. We should. What do you uh, have to say about Herb? Urban should he be gone? Do you gone? think he, if we tweet at him, he would uh, respond? No, I don't think he might block us. I've heard he's got a quick trigger finger with the blocks that he's blocked certain media members for like the most sort of innocent comments. And he's, what, says, he what says, if we? And he takes pride in it. He's like, you need to be put in timeout. Like he likes to block. What people. if we started a burner that was a West Ham fan? You know, and it was like Pulled West Ham football fan on one, yeah, and and tweeted, "Hey, Billy, big West Ham fan, been getting into your team because of you, the Jaguars." <laughs> what do you think about Urban? You know, bait him into it, straw him in. Uh, also, go back to Sanderson real quick. How, many, how about Sam Burns? I was gonna say, how many like American players would you take like like? I don't know, for the next 12 months to win or to contend or, I, I don't know, to accrue as many I mean, world rankings. Sam points. Burns might be one of the 10 best players in the world. Yeah. He also seems like really ideally suited for this time and place on the PGA Tour. Like, I think he'll feast on PGA Tour setups. Like, he gets birdies. He goes and gets a ton of birdies. He's got the requisite length. Um, seems to be sort of impervious to the whole rigmarole and the hullabaloo of that that surrounds like a final round of a PGA tour event. 
uh, certainly at a young age compared to his his sort of peers. I don't know. I, I think top ten is not it's not a, an outlandish statement, and certainly this time next year. I, I don't know. Seems certainly within the realm. I mean, of he's, here's the thing: he's 18th in the world. He started last year in the hundreds, maybe. What was he last year at the Shriners a year ago? Today he was 167th in the world. Will OWGR load for you? It hasn't been loading for me. I've been trying to look up his world yeah. ranking. It's probably because your internet. My sucks. bad wires. God damn. All right. <laughs> I've been trying to but do it for the last five minutes. Okay. So he's 167. Now he's 18. He's by far one of the 10. He's probably earned more points than, you know, he's a top 10 player in points earned. Yes. Right? Yes. That so, sounds right. Like, that's the thing. He, he's just, he's been a machine. And he, the it was easy to see this coming because he was such a stud in, in college. Right. Um, And he... He was up there with all those guys that are like Morikawa, yeah. Wolf, Havland, all those guys. He was, you know, arguably better than them in college. Notoriously and, didn't uh, get the Walker took... Cup invite for that LA Walker Cup. Well, all those, a lot of those guys did, you know, but yeah. Player of the year, yeah, right? And it, yeah, and this is just, I, I don't know. I just think uh, big time, we're just seeing over the last year, we've just seen a star born, which is always cool. You yep. know, obviously like Morikawa, had the big splash with the majors, but this is a guy that is not going to get the love, and he's winning at and contending at a, at a really serious clip. Yep, yep. W- imagine he'll he'll be back in Atlanta. He's just like a yeah. He's an abs- He's a stud. All right, let's get on to our schedule for the week. You have anything else from the weekend you care to clean up on the Dunhill? I think like a lot of people. That was just- a good finish. The LPGA finish was really good. I yep. actually watched some of the LPGA finish. I I watched a little bit of the Sanderson. I was busy. I was in Kansas, and uh-huh. uh, but uh, that LPGA finish was really exciting with Boutier, uh fire. What she shoot sixty three. Sixty three went out 63. earlier. Yeah, the last final groups and kind of posted mm-hmm. a number. Held on by a shot as. Beat Henderson yeah. and Jin Young Ko and Inby Park by a shot. Mm-hmm. Jin Young Ko had that that putt that was uh, yeah, it's close but no yep. cigar. Boudier was I don't know wasn't one of the sh- I, she was adequate okay at the um, at the Solheim Cup wasn't like one of the stronger players for Europe but there she is right back in the winner's circle. Um, and, and Dunhill I Stu think- Hagestad wins the mid am too. That's right. That was. Friday, delayed start. Friday. I mean, it got close. It wasn't on TV. It got close. Got interested. Seven up to to one up. (laughs) That Costanza made him work for it. You know, George's son. We've already done that. We did that bit last week. We're doing it again this week. Um, All right, let's get on to this week's schedule. Schedule for the week, presented by BixbyCoffee.com, the Shotgun Start Blend, and the uh, Westy Island Blend. Continuing. Thank you for your support. We saw, you know. Great enthusiasm around it for Ryder Cup Bixby Bus Week. So uh, we'll continue that through the fall. We I've seen some of the Sunday bags out in the wild. People, those are showing up on doorsteps. Uh, toss them in your pitcher. Put the pitcher in the fridge and leave. And you got a pitcher of coffee. You literally don't have to do anything. Cold brew. I can't do the grinding here in the morning or like I try to grind it maybe at night and schedule it. Like wakes the kids up. I, the pitcher packs are alternative. Low key. Easy, throw them in the throw them in the pitcher and go get a, get the hell out of Dodge. So that's continue. I've got like really creaky floors because it's an old house. Yeah, 
I like pretty much can't get out of bed without wake, waking up my daughter. Yep. I have to be so yeah. so quiet. To like creak downstairs. Then when I'm down there, I like can't make a noise. It's it's just insane. Yeah. It uh, you're you're spot on with the the when I have cold brew, it's so much easier, so much quieter. I stand a chance. Yes, you stand a chance. The grinder is just a non-starter. You can't you can't do it. Um, all right, so that's your. They're sponsoring our schedule for the week here, the PGA Tour with the Shriners Children's Open. This is at uh, famed TPC Summerlin in Las Vegas, par seventy one, seventy three hundred. Desert Fox, champion. Desert Fox, never seen a TPC in the desert. He didn't dominate. Didn't like <laughs> defending champ is Martin Laird, Scott Scotsman. Uh, notables: Brooks Kepka playing, Hideki Matsuyama. Pat, do you think Kepka's play just to do Las Vegas things with Jenna? It seems like that's like a thing for him. He likes to just go yeah. and club and clubbing or whatever they, you know, put on some high fashion, you know, things that are considered high fashion items and then go to clubs. I think that's why he plays. Uh, Kepka, Hideki, Reed. Patrick Reed is uh, reemerging from his cocoon of silence around the Ryder Cup. Except, you know, there's been some used golf facts tweets and things like that. But it'd be interesting if he has to talk to the media. Sam Burns, who we just discussed at length. Scotty Scheffler, Hovland, Andrew Landry made notable. Henrik Norlander, Kyle Westmoreland, Tyler McCumber, Bill Haas, Sahith Thigala, Tom Hoagie, Jason Kokrak, and Rory Sabatini. So that's your, your SGS nobles. Tommy Tables... He's in the belly of the beast. Be a, <laughs> He's in the belly of the beast. Do you think? Do you think he goes to uh, on the strip casino or no, off the no, strip casino? No, no. He's like ten miles <laughs> off the strip. No, no. That's some. Um, no. He's he's at the off-brand thing that's way way far away with the regular the people who live, you know, the haggard folks who live off the strip somewhere. Um, have you ever been to Vegas? I'm sure you have. Yes. I went when I was like 21. Have you only been once? It was, uh, yeah. I don't I have no interest in going back right now at this point in my life. I just uh I can't like I go that, I but I just don't I like I, if I was scheduling a trip it's not even on my radar. No. I no. actually I'd love to go for March Madness. That's something I would love to do. I went once for March. That's the only time I went was for March Madness. My my buddy was living there and it was it's like too crowded at that point. It's become too popular that it's hard to hard to get in. But it was fun. It was a blast. I was like only twenty three or something like that. And now maybe we could get a MGM sponsorship like uh, your boy Kokrak. All and in. We could go. Yeah, we could go for the Dell match play. You know, and uh, I had a layover in Las Vegas after my flight got canceled from one of these majors. I can't remember if it was Chambers Bay or it was like maybe a Pebble. Like my flight got canceled. I had like a four-hour layover in Las Vegas. I just wanted to, and I was already down, been away from home for ten days. I was just like looking out, like this, this is hell on earth right now. Just I'm stuck in this Vegas airport. They got the slots everywhere. It's like I never want to be in this place ever again. Um, anyways, but that's your TPC. The, the one time, go ahead. The one time I was in Vegas, I I distinctly remember my flight back. I. Uh, I was. It was a long week weekend, and I uh, I fell asleep like 
You know, like I I went straight down. Like I fell yeah, asleep. Yeah. I was in the middle seat. Yeah. And I just on slept knees, like kinda. on my own yeah. lap. Yeah. <laughs> For the entire flight. And I woke up. And I just, like, I remember just my body was in pain for, like, a day and a half from sleeping like that. I have found that that's sometimes often more tenable to sleeping on a plane. It's going forward than back. That can happen in your hands. I don't know. Um, All right. Here we go. So your featured groups, uh, Scheffler, Laird, Sid Webb, they put the defending champ with Webb and Scheffler. Kepka, Abe Answer, and Sam Burns. It's a good group. Ryan Palmer, Patrick Reed, and Harris English. You think Harris English teases Patrick Reed about, you know, eh? well, Georgia? Yeah, Georgia, Georgia Ryder Cup. You Did you see he was out it. on the field at the Georgia game? Yeah, he was the guest picker at game day. I didn't see it, but I saw the social How media. How many people went who? Who the hell is Harris English? <laughs> like, of all, of all the golfers, Harris English? Well, like, I, I'm not trying to, to, you know, put the guy down, but he's, he looks like Keith Mitchell and, and Chris Kirk, like they, they, and Hudson Swafford. He's like the, le- one, of the least recognizable. He's one, yeah. he's one of the least recognizable golfers on tour. Well, to be he's fair, he's a top though. ten player, but but he's he's not recognizable at all. To be fair, he's to got Harris, no name brand appeal. No, that's true. These guest pickers now just seem to be these off the assembly line country singers. Jake, Luke, Brian, Jake, oh, like I couldn't tell you the difference between what song, what's they, they, these guys come out. Hey, Luke, Brian, Luke, Brian's from Illinois, and they're monotone as hell, and they just, you know, they sing all these pop country songs. Like that's the guest picker now. They, they've got the same. Luke, Brian, Luke, Brian's not from Illinois. They got as much personality as Harris English. All these country singers they bring up there, anyways. All right, Uh, and then last feature group is Victor Hovland, Adam Scott, and Hideki Matsuyama. That's a great freaking group, huh? Hovland, Adam Scott, and Hideki Matsuyama. It's a pretty good field. They've had it's TPC Summerlin, and it's October 10th, and nobody gives a shit about golf. But this but. is the thing. is like attractive destinations sell. This is like why I don't understand why we don't have an event in Chicago. It's like yeah. people will come to Chicago because it's Chicago. Yeah. You know? Yeah. People go to Napa because it's Napa. Yeah, I suppose. Suppose you're right. People people go to Sea Island because it's home. Because it's home. That's fair. Yeah. All those guys you just mentioned. All right. Continue. Hey, oh, go ahead. Can Where? I tell you about something that I've learned about Vegas and TPC Summerlin? Sure. Sure. I learned this at an event from a gentleman that lives in Vegas. I asked him where he played, and he said TPC Vegas. I said, oh. He goes, you know, uh, we have a the thing called the Vegas Cup. And it's an annual match between TPC Summerlin and TPC Vegas. So the battle for what? The battle for Jay Monahan's heart or something? What the-, the 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 dominant TPC in Vegas. I wonder, One do of I- them a TPC <laughs> Vegas is is public. TPC Summerlin is private. Oh, so it's like so, the peasants yeah. versus the the man, the lords of the manor. It's the class warfare there going on. Interesting. 
It's still going on. I guess it's been going on for like however long both of them have been. I wonder how many cities have multiple TPCs where they could have this kind of thing. I don't know. The Vegas can't be. There can't be many cities with two TPCs in the area. Uh, Oh, by the way, we got a great cleaning up from last weekend. Great bit of background from our Swedish correspondent, Oscar Asgard, about the winner on the let, Maja Stark. Uh, super sweet. Ohio, Oklahoma State. Yes, great Fire. background though. So she won her second ladies let title over the weekend. It was her th- third win in her first six starts as a pro. Not that's not bad. Three wins in her first six starts as a pro. She was top five wagger, thirteenth at the women's open, sixteenth at Olympic, thirteenth uh, at the women's open the year before. It was champion, sixteenth at Olympic. So interesting about Oklahoma State. This is from our Swedish correspondent. She finished off her sophomore season uh, in the finals at the Nationals, and OSU came in second. She was not planning on going pro until later in the fall after LPGA Tour Q School, depending on the outcome. Her coach called and asked if she wouldn't mind going pro before her junior year, as they reckoned she would most likely get a card on LPGA through Q School and wanted to use her scholarship for a new recruit instead. She was like, okay, why not? But uh, she was like pretty surprised they suggested it. Like, can you go pro? Because you're going to make it, and we want to use your spot to recruit. Uh, how about that? Co- how about the coach? Like, I, I don't want one of the best, best players in the country. In the world, maybe. In the world. Best women. Yeah, but certainly in college golf. And the best thing, apparently she's like a total killer. Total killer. Quote from Maja Stark. I always watched Tiger winning everything when I was growing up. So sometimes when I'm struggling with my confidence, I tell myself I am Tiger when I hit the shot. That's not bad. Just tell yourself I'm Tiger. So anyway, she won her third start uh, in six or third event in six starts on the, on the let. So that's a continuing our cleanup. Moving on schedule for the week on the new LPGA uh, week. Cognizant Founders Cup. We're staying in New Jersey. The Jersey Swing, the Swamp Swing, a, a different kind of Swamp Swing up in New Jersey. Um, this is at Mountain Ridge, uh, CC. Nice place, West Caldwell. Yeah, Don, yep. Donnie Ross. Old school course. Par 72, 6,600 yards. The purse is $3 million. Defending champ. This is the event of the week. 2019 is Jin Yun Co., but I believe Founders Cup. Wasn't that like in Arizona somewhere? Maybe 2019. I don't know that it was here. Maybe I mis- misremembered I think it was. That. It sounds right. That it was um, in Arizona. Notables: Co. Nellie Corda, Jessica Corda, Danielle Kane, Brooke, Hendi- Brooke Henderson, amateur Amari Avery, am- amateur Jensen Castle, and Cheyenne Knight. Uh, this is two to five on the uh, first round, and then wrapping up at three p.m. on the weekend, so noon to three. It gets its own slot and Golf Channel, the Founders Cup. Good event. Mount hey, Ridge one, is close one to last. Go ahead. One last sweep sweep up from the last weekend. It was great to see Maria Fassi play well Contending. in the tournament. Yeah. Yeah. She's real, like, she's been real hit or miss, right? It's, it's like... Yeah. Sometimes, you know, look, a lot of the larger golf media, and we could include ourselves, might not pay attention to women's golf as much as they do men's golf. And you just start, like, reducing women's like identities and careers to like, oh, she was the one from Anwa. I saw this with like Jennifer Cup show. Like uh, people were like, oh, she's going to be oh, yeah. a- amazing at uh, Solheim Cup. If you remember how she, you know, performed at Anwa, like that's her only sort of like 
her identity, the lens to, through which we nothing, watched. Had nothing to do with her qualifying yeah. for Solheim Cup, <laughs> yeah, but right. that's that's what we have to talk about. We saw how she did at Anwa, so she'll be great at so. So, anyways, yeah, but Maria Fossi's not been necessarily, you know, the player that put her on the, I don't know, national stage for many golf media that that don't follow this as much. Um, anyway, so that's your LPGA. That's event of the week, huh? Mountain Ridge Cognizant Founders Cup. You'll be cognizant of that as you watch over the weekend. Yes, be cognizant of the event of the, the week. Uh, there we go. Women's there golf go. on on a classic golf course. All right, great. You know, restored. I think Ron Pritchard. The restoration there. I've heard a lot of great things about it. Oh, yeah, I know Ron. Great guy. No, kidding. All right. PGA Tour champions. The Constellation Furick and Friends at Tim Aquana. Par 72, 6,900 yards designed by. I love the name of name of this tournament. Furick and Friends? It's Furick and his, his assistant captain cronies. This is in Jacksonville area. Maybe Urban will make an appearance here. Try to get, you know. Hey, can I ask you a question? What? How come Davis Love is the President's Cup captain now? We did a segment on this when they announced it. It's the most bullshit thing because he's from North Carolina or was at one point, I think. UNC Tar Heel. You know, we did the Stricker Wisconsin He's been the Ryan Cup captain twice. I know. It's ridiculous. They got to get someone, get get new blood, at least get them reps in the President's Cup. Give Ricky the President's Cup captaincy. <laughs> oh, he knows how to play Quell Hollow. He's performed well there, historically, for for Ricky's standards. Um, give Ricky the captaincy. I mean, that would be something. Spice up the Prez Cup. Davis loved the third. I mean, I, yeah, we just didn't need to go back to that. All right. That's designed by the Donald whole year, Ross. The whole year would be, you know, Ricky, uh, Ricky trying to become the back-to-back playing captain. That's true. That's true. Designed and by- Ricky is Ricky is a father with all of his new perspective. Designed by Donald Ross, so we have Donald Ross on the uh, senior and the LPGA purse is two two million. This is the inaugural Furyk and Phil's Friends. playing right. So there's no gym. There's no defending champ. Phil is playing as just a. Uh, is, do you think it's because he's one of Furyk's friends? Yes, he said it. You think he's on the record? He's like, I'm going to play that as a favor. He doesn't. He didn't know how much he's going to play this Q4. <laughs> he's like, I'm going to play because Jim's a good guy and I like him. Uh, so Furyk, Mickelson, notable Stricker, Podrick Harrington. I think it's his Champions Tour debut. Ernie Els, Davis Love the Third, Fred Funk is a notable, and David McKenzie, who I'm not familiar with. I don't know who that might be. Uh, I don't know. Shotgun start listener Dalton Melnick should get a, a exemption into this. He's probably not close to fifty, but you know, given his work at the Tim Aquana, what was that? The Tim Aquana Tim Aquana Cup. Yeah, the cup. Yeah. He, <laughs> he should get an exemption. He should get an exemption. He's probably not fifty. I don't think he's close to. Here's 50. the problem. What? Here's the problem. He might not be friends with Jim Fuhr. <laughs> Disqualified. There's nothing. All these tournaments. Every tournament on the Champions Tour should be titled Somebody in Friends because that's all the Champions Tour is. It's even worse than the PGA Tour. It's like the ultimate buddy system. Nobody could get on except, you know, there 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 would be like 10 Scott Perrells if the yeah. if it was at all an open tour. Yep. This is 3 to 5. I know you're itching to watch it. 3 to 5, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Tim Aquana, I I 
generally interested. That's a course that I've wanted to see for a long time that I just never have never stopped by. I, I'm always afraid to stop in uh, Lupland. Yeah, you know, I don't know if there's know. a bounty yeah. a bounty on my head there. It's a scary you know. place to go behind the enemy lines. You don't want to be up there for too long. All right. European tour. Spanish Open. Open de España. This is a Club de Campo Villa de Madrid in Madrid. It's uh, par 71, 7,100 yards, 1.5 million euros. That is not a lot of money. Is the purse. Defending champ for a national open, 1.5 million euros. Sad. Spanish open. Defending champ is John Rahm from 2019. I believe he's going for the triple crown. I believe he won it in 18 and 19. So he's going for three in a row. Notables. Rahm, Bernd Wiesberger, Thorb Jorn Olsen, the old piss bear, Marcus Muscat Marcus, Jason Scrivener, man of the high seas, George Katsia is available and playing on the European tour at the Spanish Open. <laughs> amateur Katsia. Amateur. I think he's going to win. David Puig. I don't know why he'd be in here. Jacobo Pastor. Pastor. Matthew Southgate. Luke Donald. John Catlin. And Jean Baptiste Ganet. Or Ganet. Uh, I can't connect the dots there. Anyways, um, this is good coffee golf. Eight to one. I don't know if it's good. It's coffee golf. I'll say that. Eight to one on Thursday. Victor is playing. Victor who? Dupuisson. Oh, I was going to say, I thought we just said Hovland was notable in in Vegas. Okay. And Benjamin Herbert. Victor could like come out of the mountains. The, the, you know, the hillsides of France, like riding a horse, just disappeared. He's living in a cave for two years, and now he just shows up back on the European tour. Odd mercurial fellow, Victor. Um, so that's coffee golf of a certain, I don't know, vintage. Uh, college Blessings Invitational. That's on TV Wednesday, if you want to look at that. Four to seven. The Blessings. We did a great segment on that guy. It's the Tyson Chicken guy, Right. Tells people if they have suggestions about the course, they don't play fast enough, he throws them off the course. I think he wants it to be penal, wants it to beat everybody up. Uh, that's the blessings, collegiate invitation. Illini looking for a W there. They're only one shot off the lead. Well, there you go. Very exciting stuff. All right, so your event of the week is the uh, Mountain Ridge Cognizant. Okay, uh, news. The PGA- Where are news. we starting? PGA Junior League is on TV. I put this in news just because it's going to be on ESPN two and like ESPN plus. Do you think they? Do you think this is going to be? Do they think it's going to well, become like the I, Little League yeah, World Series? I wonder it. This is why I put it in news. Are they trying to blow this up like the West Region Finals oh. and the like? I could. I got the press release this morning. I was like, "There's no way the PGA Junior League people want to watch that." I've, I love kids. No offense to kids. But I don't need to see that. There's too much golf as it is. But anyways, that'll be on TV. Uh, we can start with, what do you want to do? The Dinosaur or Brooksy Bryson? Let's talk about the Dinosaur. I thought you might say that. Um, all right, so the Dinosaur is moving. Likely to Houston uh, or Humble. I don't know. Somewhere in the Houston area. Because Chevron is coming in as a sponsor. It is, you know, we did, I found the old, flashback one of my favorite flashbacks to research remember we talked about them doing easter sunday service on the 18th green thousands of people showing up the colgate palmolive execs like it it is like the lpga history the tour's history 
uh, set aside the women's open and other majors is like this event. Like this is like a huge part of its identity. It is being moved away from mission Hills, the Palm Springs area, uh, to Houston because Chevron is coming in as a title sponsor. It sounds like they're going to bump the purse. I want to say to four and a half or 5 million past the Evian championship, past the women's PGA championship. Um, I don't know. I think I saw it was a six year commitment. Beth Ann Nichols had the uh, big scoop, the breaking story this morning. There's, you know, I think this isn't like a, a, it's complex, right? One thing I find like really bothersome is that the tails wagging the dog the sponsorship is the the title sponsor is completely putting their thumb on the scale i watched the new lpj commissioner do an interview on golf channel and she was talking about like all the things that chevron believes they can elevate around their like brand and their their services and their charities around in the houston area around this and i was like this is like your most prized event your most historic event on the lpga tour (laughs) <laughs> and like we're talking about Chevron and what they're gonna get out of like hat. Like I just think it's like a little backwards, but I understand like if you get the a big is, sponsor like, to throw to sign, money, then... sign like a twenty-five year agreement. Yeah, six. I think it was six. I think it was six, which just doesn't seem what happens after like six enough years to throw this event's history away. Yeah, yeah. Does she- Chevron still doesn't sponsor the Texas Open? Not to mention, I mean, and, and setting aside like whatever you think of any of these issues, I, I don't know. Leading a women's organization, saying you're taking your prized event to Texas at this particular moment in time is an interesting move. I I not say you know, it's an interesting move. The place to go where you're uprooting from Southern California. I've all best of luck to them. I, I just I. I Surprised there wasn't a lot of chatter about that, just the way the world is nowadays. Uh, but yeah, I, I think six years is not enough if you're going to throw away the, the, the historic history. This is a very PGA Tour move. Um, and apologies, this is Chevron was the world challenge. Oh, the world the Texas oh, yeah. Open. That's Valero. I think Chevron ran for the hills got my when Tiger ga- got, got my the ga- tabloids or something. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm misremembering that timeline. You got your got oil? My. Ga- my- Petro companies confused there. I think they got the same color scheme. So. Marathon does the uh, Northwest Ohio stuff, like Sylvania, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. This is a tour move. This is just wiping away history. Like the money, okay. The money's a great thing for for the women, right? Yeah. But arguably history is more important. There are a lot of things that I didn't like about the dinosaur. I thought that the the course <laughs> wasn't great but at the same time this was like the organic you know major iconic major championship that kind of put women's golf on the map yeah we're losing poppy's pond and i i don't you know like the community that built that event now just loses it. This feels like, you know, w- g- golf's version a little bit of the Seattle Supersonics, where women's golf having a moment is becoming more and more popular. This community has supported women's golf for decades, and uh, they just have their tournament ripped away 
and moved to Texas. Yeah. Now, it sounds like it could potentially go elsewhere, but Texas is certainly going to be the focus for a bit at the start. And there's only six Here's years. the thing. I doubt they're going to Memorial Park. Memorial Park already gives up their course one week a year. Yeah, there's not... Well, yeah. There's not... There's th- This is not going to be a huge upgrade in golf course, no matter where they go. Right. Maybe... Blue Jack, Blue Jack's good. I thought but about like, Blue Jack, but I don't know. Is that want to host not, events? I don't know. <laughs> it's an hour out away from Houston too. It's a, I don't. I can't imagine it being a huge draw when it's an hour outside of Houston. Everybody could go to so, the Reed's house and eat eat dinner in their ornate dining room, decorated dining room. They can host them. Go ahead. This Champions is a great club. It's got great championship history. I. I didn't find it compelling at all in the U.S. Open, U.S. Women's Open. I remember it nothing. Was December, yeah, but I, yeah, you're right. It, yeah, we were so jacked up for that too. Like a December major, this will be cool, something to watch, and it for, sort of fell flat, right? The course, yeah, right, right. So, like, you're moving it. Like the biggest complaint about the the dinosaur was the golf course, right? Yeah, and you're moving it to a region that doesn't have good golf outside of a couple places, and it floods a lot there. It rains a ton, and you're taking it from a place that you know what you could count on day in day out in in uh, late March, early April, great weather. Yeah. So right. you take away a prime time finish, and sure, you're going to make a little bit more money right now. But if you were patient, you might have found a sponsor that said, I don't want to change a thing. I want to keep this event in here, in, in the place that it is. I want, to, I want to sponsor this event because of its history. Instead, this, this company came and said, hey, we want to have an event. We want to have it in our backyard. And we want to pay a bunch of money. And you gave away your history. You sold out for a six-year deal. A six-year deal. You sold your soul for a six-year deal, and that's sad. It seems like it seems like A and A wanted out, which is whatever. That's fine. They were they were falling off. You know, it's a tough time to be an airline, probably. Um, but yeah, I, 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 it's just weird to have such a big event. It's not like this thing started five years ago, right? It's not the Monday Evian Championship where they just paid their way into a major, like. They paid their this way. This is considered the masters they, of of women's golf, right? And you're moving it. I don't. You're not moving it like it's not like you're moving it down the street. You're moving it to Texas. Yeah, you're moving it halfway across the country. I do think they had to get off the Anwa weekend. Like I, I think that, but there's ways to do that, Mart, with less dramatic you know what? changes. Guess what? Palm Springs is nice in, in February. <laughs> I know. In January. I know. And. Uh, March and April. Right. Right. I, I've not... Look, I, Chevron's catching a lot of the arrows from us, but, like, I mean, good on them for investing the in women's golf. Yeah. This is, uh, who this knows? Is, this could have been done with Juan beforehand. I don't know. I, I, I don't know what the timeline was. You know, this could have been put in motion a long time ago, but maybe not. The, listen, there are positives. It's good. Right. It's great that they're getting more money, but I think that it's going to get less visibility because of the time 
you're going to be on. It's going to be a, you're losing a primetime finish. Like, God, I I just feel like the dinosaur because of the time it finished, it always got a good spot, and it was like it was a big part of that weekend in golf. I love it because it just it's like it works with the Masters. Like that's you watch yes. major championship golf, and you just roll it rolls into the Masters. I think you, like golf is just at the forefront there. You know, you you're not up against Final Four on that final round, right? Final Four Saturday. It's just it, it is kind of have it. I thought it had its own spot, but I don't know. I mean, um, there's good money and there's bad money, right? And when you have to compromise your your history, and you have to, you know, really. I mean, you compromise your whole schedule and your whole tour by moving your premier event, changing dates. It's yeah. just not the event. This is this is going to be like the Bridgestone going yeah. to what is it now? Memphis. Senior, oh, oh, Memphis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. It, it's it's an interesting move for something that's so. I mean, it's a pillar. It's a founding. It's a founding pillar of this tour. So. Um, can I tell a quick Patrick Reed story because we're talking about his house and I've been laughing about it since somebody once told me, and well, I'll try to remain nameless media production, something as house. So I'll make dinner for you guys. I'll grill out for you guys when you, when everybody's here and it like amounted to his chef coming over and telling him like when to turn hot dogs and flip burgers on his grill and this. People there said it's the most awkward and uncomfortable situation. <laughs> and they just wanted to get the hell out of there. <laughs> Tell him, I'll cook for you guys. And the chef came over and said, turn the hot dog, flip the burger. Or the chef I did love, it himself. I love that the chef came over to tell him how to cook it. That's so good because he, he and he probably puffed his chest out that he cooked it. All right, moving on. I, that's just a random. We were talking about Justine hosting everybody. There's a lot more of that story, but I'll leave it at that. Um, all right, other news. We have the match five. It's Bryson DeChambeau. It's Brooks Kepka. It is at, I want to say, the win, Las Vegas. It is the day after Thanksgiving. It is only uh, 12 holes. I think it'll be Turner. They say Barkley will be involved yet again. Um I don't know. I, I think the natural inclination is for people to say, oh, this was all a work. This was all a work the whole time. The feud was just to make money and commercialize. Like, I don't think that's true. I think like these guys, uh, I think Brooks Kepka really actually hated Bryson DeChambeau, still probably does. Now that I also think it's true that they're like commercializing this too. So it's not like it was inauthentic hate, inauthentic beef. I do think like, I think Brooks, like, this one gets all the attention. I want to know more about the Brooks DJ beef. That's real hate. They he does not like DJ. I, I think, don't know. They kind of seem chummy at the at the I, Ryder Cup though. I think that's like forced. It has to be. I don't. I just thought I I was watching him in the press conference. And I want more like coverage a, of that. I want more digging into that one. What happened? Why they like Brooks? I think the Bryson thing for Brooks has been more of like a game cat and mouse, like just kind of toying with him now, even though he really does like not like him. Uh, but again, I don't think this means everything up to this point has been just a work to cash in. Uh, certainly some things were that. Some things were pit plays and things like that. But uh, two things, I, I think you, it, they can be mutually exclusive. Um, do I think this match will be good? Probably not. I do 
I am okay with like doing it the Friday after Thanksgiving because I will never forget how much how well that first one did. I think that's ideal the tiger spot. One. I, I know these do skins games and things like that on Thanksgiving weekend, but that like the traffic and interest and the buys on pay per view. I mean, it rivaled the Masters. It's just I don't know what if that's like a sweet spot to get these sort of spectacle golf involved or not. And I, I don't think you know Bryson Brooks will do Tiger Phil numbers, but. I, I do think it's kind of interesting in that regard for on the timing calendar wise. And hey, it's getting people to to talk and watch about golf. Do I think they're converts? Do I think they're going to stay and they're going to hang around and watch the 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 Pebble Beach Pro Am in January and all that? No, they're these are like quick, you know, empty calories. But I don't know. It's more people watching golf. I would think the outside your normal normal audience. So I, I, I'm not that quick to crush this one as it seems like a lot of people are. I uh, I'm fine with it. It's uh, I'm also I'm I'm super in on the twelve holes. Why these matches always drag? Yeah, that's good. Way point. too long. That's good. Way point. too long. Like none of them, none of them have I ever been like at the end like oh, God, I just wish this was still going on. It's always like, just please have this end. And, um, you know, I think that I think that's the key to this whole thing. This is 12 holes. It's going to be shorter. There's only two of them. This is probably going to be a three-hour production instead of what was the last one in, oh, uh, at the, like on the seven? mountain. Was like I don't seven. know. <laughs> it's never ended. <laughs> so we just started recording before it was over because we couldn't keep watching it. Um yeah, I, I think Bryce will be super awkward. He cannot carry this thing by himself. I don't know if Brooks can either. You know, they'll need some some heavy, you know, interloping on the microphone, whether that's Barkley or whoever else out on the course. Seems like Phil is going to be involved as well. Can I just read you something from the win paragraph on the win that just had me cackling? This is from Dylan DeShare's write up. The course they'll be competing on is the newly remade Win Golf Club which reopened in 2019 after plans to turn it into a water park were abandoned. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Turn into a water park, abandoned. Tom Fazio originally designed the course and was also in charge of the redesign, which he worked on with his son, Logan. It boasts among the highest greens fees in the country, charging $550 per round. I just love that this thing was going to be closed, turned into a water park, then redesigned by Tom and Logan, and now carries like $600 greens fees. It is supposed to be this sort of oasis, similar thing. You know, you don't know that the strips around you and all that stuff. But that was a hell of a, just a hell of, hell of a paragraph for me. It seems like everything that's just, you might not want in golf, but it's perfect for this kind of spectacle, I suppose. So uh, I just wonder what kind of water park did they need to do much to turn it into a water park? There's already a big waterfall at the 18th that, you know, could they work with the existing landscape? To make it that, it turns something into a lazy river. We know we saw that at Caves Valley. So uh, that's your win. I, I, I again, I'm not ready to crush it. I'm not ready to crush it yet. I, I do think it has potential to be super boring, but I like the timing. I like the Friday after Thanksgiving. Underrated day, underrated holiday. So, all right. Anything else? Do you have any other comments on Brooks Bryson? Have you played the win? No, I haven't okay. played any golf in Vegas. Okay. All Don't right. know when I'm going to. Ever, based on our Vegas conversation earlier. All right, 
Everyone enjoy there. I gotta go there at some point. I do want to play those that course in Utah. The um, well, that's not Andy Vegas. Staples course. Well, it's like that. It's Vegas adjacent. It's like oh, we're getting know, into geography. Every- I think you're getting into trouble here. How, how what's adjacent mean? Four hundred miles within. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I don't think you do. All right, we'll have to look that. No, up. it's like it's like two hours. Okay, it's less than All two right. hours away. All right. Okay. Right. It's like the, everybody's. Uh, that's the place to go. Andy it's Staples, Hurricane Utah. Okay, yeah. It's uh, what's it called? God, I'm, I'm so tired. I'm sorry. I've had a long couple of days. Absolutely. All right, everyone, enjoy your Wednesdays. We'll be back with you on Friday. Can't wait to hear see what the Desert Fox does in the first round. Are you really that excited for Martin Laird? I don't know if they'll even recognize him when he goes to register. He's on PGA Tour Live. All right, everyone tune into that.